We present, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel game. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, which comes from Imperial College this week. And may I say what an enormous pleasure it is to do this show in front of a bright and intelligent audience. <laughs> Let's hope we get one soon. Meanwhile, meet the team. Barry Cryer and Graham Garden on my left. And Willie Ruston and Tim Brooke Taylor on my right. <laughs> Right, and we're going to start straight away with the ad-lib poem. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem, and they continue until I buzz them, and the next person then continues. You've all heard this one before. To get it going really quickly, we'll start with you, Tim Brooke Taylor. Jack and, Jack and Jill went down the yard to fetch a ton of scrap. Thank you very much. Jack and Jill went down the yard to fetch a ton of scrap. Careful, Tim. You only did that to me to get me into a trap. Dreadful. Dreadful. A trap you set for me, you swine, you trumpeteering man. But let us start this poem now as quickly as we can. Now, Jack and Jill were lovers there. Their love was ripe and new. It wasn't scrap they were after, it was the occasional screw. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you cleaned that up just in time. Now, uh, this is where I <coughs> flick through the pages of the book of yellow pages and uh, choose a trade which I shall ask the teams to announce at the end of the programme and now the late arrivals at their ball. So if you stop me as I flick through... Stop. Well... <laughs> Now, what do we have here? We can have, give you a, a, a bit of a selection here. We can have interior decorators. Oh, yes. Or interpreters. Pardon? Interpreters. Oh. <laughs> I don't speak English. Invisible repairers or insurance no, companies. I'll tell you what, let's oh. go for insurance companies. and We'll ask you to um, announce the late arrivals at the insurance salesman's board. <laughs> Right, and we go straight on now with the round that's called Good News, Bad News. This takes a bit of explaining. Someone whom I'm about to nominate will start with some good news. The next person will give us the corresponding bad news, and then the next person will give us the good news, and so on until I press the buzzer, which is already red hot after that last round. We're going to start with Tim Brooke Taylor. Ah, good news. Um, Madame Tussauds are doing a model of Cyril Smith. The bad news is they're having to melt down the whole chamber of horrors to make it. <laughs> Good news is it looks like him. <laughs> uh, the bad news is it looks like him. Ah, <laughs> uh, good news. They've melted down part of. Tom Jones to make Twiggy. <laughs> Bad news, he looks bloody silly without his nose. 
Good news. Tricky looks bloody silly with his nose. <laughs> uh, bad news is, look where they put it. <laughs> Well, with Willie Ruston winning that round, uh, I think we've got time for another one of those. So let's start with you, Graham Garden. With some good news. Oh, all right. Uh, the good news is they are banning radio nasties. <laughs> Bad news. What's David Jacobs going to do now? <laughs> good news, nothing. <laughs> Bad news, there's still Robert Robinson. <laughs> uh, good news, though, uh, there's a new radio nasty, Robert Robinson meets Driller Killer. <laughs> Bad news, Robert Robinson wins. <laughs> good news, he's still on television with Axe the Family. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Cryer won that one, as you probably heard. Uh, and we're going to go on now to the ever-popular game Mornington Crescent. And since we're at Imperial College, we're going to play the computer-aided version of Mornington Crescent. <laughs> Before the programme began, I gave our teams a task to work out on computers provided by the college. Using any combination of rules or gambits, which is the shortest playable route from Prince Consort Road to Mornington Crescent? And we can now check their solutions against that provided by the college's team of experts. <laughs> so I'm going to ask uh, who would like to come up with a solution first, and we can check it. What about you, uh, Tim and Willie? We reckon we can do it in five. Five. I reckon six, actually, but I think Tim is cheating, but he did come up with five. Well, if you can get away with it, there's a point for your side. I use <coughs> the Hyde Park underpass, so if that's allowed, we can do it in five. Right, right. Um, and Barclay Square. Uh, then we'd need Great Russell Street. Portland Place. Oxford Circus. That's it. I think that's great. We'll ask the audience. <laughs> We're going to check it with the computer later, but I think that one's um, uh, okay. It's a feasible move. Just right. It is, what's right? Inclusive. Yes. If you use Faraday Square, you can get there. <laughs> Faraday Square's one and a half there, isn't it? No. Well, I mean, if you're working with more than 64K, it'll be computer. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. Yeah, but don't... Yeah. Ah, right. Well, anyway. It's all right. Uh, let's try yours, Graham and Barry. Can you do it in, in less than that? Three. Three? Yep. Queensway, Cookham Dean. I don't think that's right. No, uh, not, not right. No. But <laughs> <laughs> Upmarket cannibals, actually. We Cookham Dean. <laughs> Not just missionaries. <laughs> right, now I think that's feasible. Graham and Barry actually win that one and getting closest to it, but I have to tell you that the solution provided by the college's team of experts whittled it down to two. Oh. That's uh, using a ploy which none of you actually hit on, which is the Euclidic dimension. <laughs> and of if course. you start at St. Giles's Circus, yeah. St. Giles's Circus, Mornington Crescent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Graham and Barry got nearest, so uh, they're the winners of that round. And here, listeners, is a Mornington Crescent competition for any computerized listeners. Are you ready? Now listen. Using any combination of rules or gambits, what is the shortest playable route from Baker Street to Mornington Crescent? And beware that it's not as straightforward as it looks. 
Moves, please, on a postcard or on, on printout to Mornington Crescent Digital Competition. I'm sorry I haven't a clue. BBC Broadcasting House, London, W1A1AA. I'll say that again. Morning, uh, Mornington Crescent Digital Competition. I'm sorry I haven't a clue. BBC Broadcasting House, London, W1A1AA. You didn't say it again, did you? I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's the computerised version. <laughs> and no two-digit responses, please. Okay? Right. So Colin Sell's been sitting there patiently. We're going to bring him in now to accompany this next round, which is called One Song to the Tune of Another. I don't think I need to explain that to you. Barry, you're going to sing Climb Every Mountain, yes. the lyrics of, to the tune of Ten Green Bottles. <laughs> Climb every mountain, search high and low Follow every byway, every path you know Climb every mountain, ford every stream Follow every rainbow, till you find your dream You all know this one A dream that will need all the love you can give Every day of your life, for as long as you live Climb every mountain Ford every stream, follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Last orders, please. Now then. Well, they panted through that one. Willie, see what you can do with the lyrics of Old MacDonald Had a Farm and the tune of One from Chorus Line. No, I Donald had a And on his farm he had some chicks, E-I-E-I-O-E. With a chick, chick here and a chick, chick there. Yeah, a chick there, a chick there. And upon this farm he had some ducks With a quack quack here With a quack quack there With a quack everywhere That burst of applause puts Willie in an, in an unbeatable position, but we'd better, we'd better go on anyway. Graham Garden, now, will you sing the lyrics of They All Laughed to the tune of No Regret? <laughs> Catch you next time around, Colin. Jump up, jump up. They, they all laughed at Christopher Columbus. When he said the world went round They all laughed When Edison Recorded sound They all laughed at Wilbur And His brother when They said that man could fly they told Marconi 
while this was a pony, it's the same old cry. They laughed at me wanting you, reaching for the Beast, beast. Uh, Very moving. Mm. Timber Taylor now, finally. The lyrics of Humpty Dumpty to the tune of Land of Hope and Glory. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a Tim overtakes, Tim overtakes Willie in that oh, one there, I wins right, that in. round. <laughs> and we go on to uh, another game, which is a new game, as far as I remember. <laughs> it's called Quote, No Quote. And the aim of this game is to avoid saying anything which could be taken and published by Nigel, Nigel Reese. <laughs> Team members will take it in turns to utter phrases and can be challenged for saying anything remotely quotable. So we're going to start with you, Graham Garden. Good evening. Uh, Quite. Challenge from Tim. That is, in fact, in the Nigel Reese um, book of greetings. <laughs> evening version. Evening, yes. Ah. Greetings in the dark. Well, I happen to have it here, so I can check. <laughs> right, Barry, you can... Uh... Oh, no, it's you, Tim. You try and... Uh... Nigel Reese is a twit. <laughs> An instant in challenge there from Barry Clark. In his autobiography. <laughs> that is, that Page is seven, early revelation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Barry, it's your turn. Thought it was going to rain this morning, but no. Uh, challenge from Willie Russell. Nigel book. Nigel Reed's <laughs> book of unfavourable weather conditions through the ages. <laughs> Another anecdote. Mm. The best of Jack Scott and everything. <laughs> okay. Michael, over to you then, Willie. Michael Fish remembers. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sailor. Uh, challenge. Uh, oh. Challenge from Graham Garden. The, yes, that's the Nigel Reese book of um, greetings for sailors. <laughs> it's the Nigel Reese Ted Heath book. <laughs> Tim, you try. Um, uh, oh, challenge from the audience, I think. No, that that was a quote from the Nigel Reese book of illegible graffiti. <laughs> well done, Graham. And I may tell you, listeners, that the Nigel Reese book of that last round will soon be on sale, price three pounds fifty. We go on to round 
It's called crossbreeding, and since we're at Imperial College, we're going to mark that by playing a scientific round. I shall want our four geneticists to put their heads together, preferably on the same neck, and come up with suggestions, come up with suggestions for some new hybrid creatures. What Who sorry? wants to start? I think you look want to start, Pembroke Taylor. Oh, uh, it's an unlikely coupling, this. Um, Eugene... Uh, Eugene O'Neill, isn't it? Anyway, it's Eugene O'Neill for the purposes of this <laughs> crossbreeding. Eugene O'Neill and Michael Heseltine uh, to produce Eugene Me Tarzan. <laughs> what a small world. What a small world, as I always say. Uh, if you cross a campus with Michael Heseltine, you get a tin of paint, two tomatoes, and an egg. <laughs> Young conservatives. <laughs> if you cross Roy Rogers with a Lexus sale, you get that wonderful one, two, three, four-letter word. <laughs> you mentioned Tarzan as that lovely movie of it, starring Bo Derek, and it struck my mind that if you cross Bo Derek with Boy George, you'd get something that swings through the jungle both ways. <laughs> You, if you cross Margaret Thatcher with practically anything, you lose your job. <laughs> if you cross Norman Tebbit with J.R. Ewing, you'd get a slightly nicer version of Norman Tebbit. <laughs> if you cross Joan Collins with a cockatoo, I wouldn't be all surprised. <laughs> What a funny way of handing in your notice. Margaret, that descends to practically everybody. <laughs> Any advance on that? If you cross Rod Stewart with Bette Midler, you get a divining rod, which ignores water totally, but judges straight for the cocktail cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> if you cross Paul Raymond with a Yeti, you'd get the abominable showman. <laughs> if you cross Cyril Smith with a Catholic priest, you'd get Father Fattest. <laughs> well, some marks were earned there as we go on to the next game, which is a game called Just a Minute. And this is a musical round, I have to say that in advance, in which the team members attempt to sing a song for a minute without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. And in this instance, teams, repetition will include the title of the song. And our song is Up, Up, and Away. And we start with you, Graham Garden. Thank you. <laughs> repetition on the piano. Yes. <laughs> Just give us the last couple of bars. Who's doing it? Me. <laughs> Is it me? It's you, Greg. Somebody yes. tell me. Would you like to? Oh, close. Hesitation. <laughs> Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? How would the person I'm talking to enjoy gliding in this belonging to me gorgeous inflated object? <laughs> we could float among the stars together, you and I, for we can fly. Ditto. <laughs> Up higher and away in my splendid, my... Repetition in mind. Jim Brooke Taylor. 
repetition of my. I thought there was, and certain amount of hesitation oh, there, too. Will you, will you take it up first? Uh, the <laughs> The world. Can I have a bit of tune, please, Colin? Oh, that piano's damp, isn't it? <laughs> There's some tune. In your sumptuous, gas-filled method of transport, <laughs> it wears a nicer visage in their wondrous bag of air. <laughs> we can a song and go on water by the silver sky for they are able to flap their wings <laughs> they are able challenge thank god for that grand <laughs> repetition of they yes there's repetition of they yes. a certain amount of deviation too <laughs> let's get, let's do another song now and start with you barry Cry. Try and move it along a bit quicker, please. <laughs> now, our second song is I Know an Old Lady. Barry. Well, we know that, but I mean... <laughs> nothing to sing about. <laughs> Your secret is safe with us. Ah, I know an old lady. <laughs> Challenge from Tim. Deviation. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, I... Right, no. right. When yeah, you I say no, an old lady, in the biblical sense, <laughs> I didn't mean I had carnival knowledge of her. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, I withdraw the challenge. If you think that's no, deviation, no, withdraw the challenge. <laughs> if you think that's, that's deviation, wait till you hear what she did to the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor's withdrawn the challenge, but I bite you. So we're going to you, Willie Rushton. What? 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 Oh, How far did you get? <laughs> he didn't get very far. Swallowed a fly. <laughs> Heaven knows personally, pourquoi? Oh, <laughs> stuff the insect down up. I guess she'll die. Deviation it's atrocious, this. I mean, it's limping and it. stumbling along. I'm not accepting music criticism. Carry on. Thank you. Carry you on never did. You, you never did. did. You never did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she'll die. I am cognizant of this geriatric city <laughs> who gobbled a spider has wriggled and squirmed and, and several other things I shan't mention inside her. She gurgitated, as opposed to regurgitated, you must be able to think about it, gurgitated this is other... Challenge from Graham. Repetition of gurgitated. <laughs> That's regurgitated. <laughs> Susan finished the song. <laughs> but I don't seconds. know why she swallowed the fly. I guess she'll die. <laughs> well done. And now we come to the point where I sit back and ask the teams to announce the late arrivals at the insurance salesman's ball. Would you welcome, please, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Shura? And his son, Ian Shura. And his friend, just in case. <laughs> Man from the proof. And oh. will you welcome, please, Pearl Assurance and General Accident. <laughs> Major Claus. Mr. and Mrs. In this form, and I'll do the rest. And their son, Phil. 
And that well-known actor, God? (laughs) (laughs) And will you welcome, please, Mr. and Mrs. Theodore. And their son, the Chinese insurance salesman, Fu Tin Theodore. People are nodding yes. and saying that's true. Here yeah, comes in. That lisping ginger haired knight, Sir Ed Party Risk. <laughs> Risk. Here goes Father Christmas, sort of surprisingly, and his, his helpers, those little clauses they don't tell you about. <laughs> Another traveller come a long way, Mustafa Morecover. <laughs> and from Scotland, Mr. and Mrs. Do No Harm to Recovered and their son can do no harm to recovered. <laughs> Usually weekends. <laughs> Polly C. sneaked in unnoticed, didn't she? Yes. So did Quite he. right, too. So did the endowment policy. But here come Mr. and Mrs. Claims Bonus and their son Noah. <laughs> Rather depressing. Mr. and Mrs. Your Wife Benefits uh, and their son Hugo, Your Wife Benefits. <laughs> but at this point, in response to a large number of... <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ewables. <laughs> well, no name, Ewables. Mr. and Mrs. Ewables and their heiress daughter, the highly insured Val Ewables. <laughs> oh, here come the Risk family. High risk, low risk. <laughs> We've had a large number of letters from listeners asking us to stop, so I shall say on behalf of the teams and myself, goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. (laughs) 